Welcome back to Blow Up, the creator podcast. It's the show with and for social media creators. Yep, it's a podcast about elevating your platform, growing your income, and designing a life that you actually love. We're your hosts. Anna Bain. And I'm Jordan Hovater. And our guest today just so happens to be a gymnast at Auburn University. Wait a, wait a second. And is someone here? It's Morgan Lee Oldham. Hello. And surprise, everybody. She is actually here in the studio. In with the us flesh, today. our first in person interview. You guys, I've never been more excited. Yay. Oh, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So, in this episode, we're going to chat with Morgan Lee about facing and overcoming adversity, all things NIL, what it is, what it's done to college athletics, and much, much more. Oh, and, and dreaming big, too. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> only, only dreaming. So we hope you enjoy our conversation with the lovely Morgan Lee Oldham. All right, Morgan Lee, welcome to Blow Up. Thank you so much for being here in person. This is really exciting. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. This is such a wonderful opportunity. Monumental day. You drove Truly. up from the Plains down in Auburn to see us in Birmingham, our first in-person I guest. I know. We were running around the, you know, the parking situation oh, earlier yeah. but that's okay we we made it, it was cute. that was almost as long as the drive no, it, uh, it honestly was <laughs> well, around if, downtown. If, if you're off today we had to give you a workout so at yeah. least you get a long right. fast-paced walk in yeah. you know at the end of the day I how to get those that. steps in I, yeah i didn't get my run <laughs> yeah. in this morning so you know we have to get are you something. a runner well um so basically like when things happen in my life I just kind of make a new routine and I started this new routine two weeks ago that I was oh. gonna wake up at 5 a.m and run so I am now I did that last week yep mm-hmm. and then now I did it yeah because oh. prayer time starts at yes. six so Smart. now it's I love before that. prayer time because if I do it afterwards it's gonna be too hot and then I'm not yes. gonna run it makes yeah, sense yeah so and I hate running so I was gonna make sure that now I can no longer hate it Oh, so smart. And I'm like, surely it'll help gymnastics. Surely. It's got to. It has to. It's got to. I, I was like, and I need to Exercise. Endurance. I was like, yeah. and it gets me up. Win so. the, the day, win the morning, right? Right. And I was yeah. like, they always say like the early bird. And I like gets make my warm. bed beforehand. I'm like, that's two wins. I love that. So, you know, that's you got to start, start every day two and oh. <laughs> what? So like as right. a gymnast, what does your typical workout look like? If you're, if you're not training on the mat or like you know, oh, okay. what, what do you do for strength conditioning fitness? Oh, yeah. What does that look like? Okay. So we have a really great strength coach and she has been with us for two years and she's awesome. So we do like very, it's very specific workouts. And so we'll do like lots of body weight stuff, lots of like strength, like lifting, mm-hmm. lots of cardio, but in like workout sets. So in like a hit workout or in like, yeah, I don't know, sets basically. And yeah. then we'll do like calf raises and like oh. hall holes, push-ups. Like we do like, Dang. but yeah, but they make you like ripped because of how she does them because it's not like we're sitting there benching like yeah, yeah. weights on weights on weights. We're doing like 10 calf raises in each direction. And I'm like, Ooh, ow. I seriously don't know if me. there are better all around athletes than gymnasts. Well, oh, I agree. Thank you. I mean, it's, it's world-class stuff that you guys do. Right, well, well, thank you. And that, now you're a runner. So now you're man. also like, oh you should have been a track star too. Like, Dude, what? Like, come on. No, no, Wait, no, seriously? Wait, so do y'all know? You may not, but Demu Cherry was a Olympic hurdler and she took time off from the Olympics and she founded me. So that was like who founded my talent. No yeah. way. So like I was training at the National Training yeah. Center in Orlando under Brandy. Like I went to Brandy Johnson and she's uh, she was my coach. Okay. She was an Olympic Crazy. gymnast, and I was with her daughter, Sydney. And okay. her, her daughter, Sydney, went to Florida. 
So we were always, like, together. We were best friends, whatever. But I was in, like, mommy and me classes. And Demu was, like, she was coaching at the time to take a break from hurdling. And she was, like, who is this girl? She's, like, get her out of mommy and me. I was, like, two years old. Oh, my gosh. She's, like, she's she's going into, like, levels. So I, like, went from mommy and me to, like, level three. So, Morgan Lee, clearly you're a child prodigy. Yeah, Now now you're a super talented gymnast at Auburn. the coolest person I know. Oh, my gosh. Catch our audience up on where you came from, who you are, and how you got to being a gymnast at Auburn mm-hmm. now. I got into gymnastics at two, two and a half. Oh, my goodness. And I started with mommy and me classes, and then Demu came, and she oh. founded me. She was a track runner. Um, and so she founded me, and then I went in, and I, like, skipped a couple levels. And then we moved to Holly Springs, North Carolina, which is, like, little, little left. Yeah, right outside I know of where Raleigh. that is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a wonderful place, and that's where I went to all of high school. Um, and I went to a different gym and that's where I, normally you get like recruited in high school and Mm. normally you get recruited. Well, this is not normal. They just changed the rule. But when I was getting recruited, it was in like eighth and ninth grade. So I had my first offer coming out of eighth grade for a school. That is so young. Missouri. Missouri Missouri was the first person who offered me. So big power five school still. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, mom, I'm going to college. Like, I just remember being like 15, I can't, or 14, couldn't drive a car or anything. I was like, mommy, I'm going to college. Like, I was like, this is a great day. And I'm in the airplane, we're coming back. And I was like, she should not be worried at all. Like, at least I'll go yeah. somewhere. <laughs> like, exactly. You know, I, yeah. And so then I was at, I was there and I was just being recruited, recruited. And um, I mean, at this point I had, had like a bunch of injuries, but get through them. Like they're mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so then I, just started looking at schools, and I called Auburn, and at that point, they didn't have, they were like, oh, no, like, we don't have any spots for your year, and I was, like, oh. heartbroken, I think. I, like, cried for five days, like, oh. just so pathetic, but I, yeah, so I was like, okay, well, I got to take this talent. I wanted to go there, right, and mm-hmm. so I had prayed about it, and I was just like, you know what, like, God will put me back where I'm supposed to be, Absolutely. and it will, it will all work out for the glory for him, and I'm not worried about it, but I was depressed, so yeah. that didn't change that. But then I was like, okay, I need to take my talents elsewhere because, I mean, I had a good gymnastics talent, and they say they weren't going to – my coaches weren't going to let me waste that. Yeah. And so I continued looking places. I actually um, – this is kind of a secret, so, Ooh. I mean, we can tell the viewers, but basically I went and I looked at Alabama, and I, like, fell in love with it, and I was like, Mom, don't kill me, but I really like this place. Oh and I was like – and I went home, and don't worry, I, like, put back on my Auburn T-shirt. I was like, I'm never looking at Alabama again. <laughs> I was like, okay, but it is, it is That's beautiful. hilarious. And I was like, wow, I can see what they mean. But yeah. no, 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 like, that's no, no. just a fluke. It was just a fluke just moment. A, like, we just had to be nice for a second. Of course. You know. And so I went and I committed to Arkansas February of my freshman year of high school. Okay. Wow. That's okay. early, isn't it? Yeah. Extremely Still very yes. early. I could not drive a car, which still, like, that's that, still. That, like, blows my mind. It blows my mind, too, because I'm like, you're going to ask me? Because they were. That's they also like very early me. for Auburn to say, no, we don't have any spots right. for they, you. Right, and they had, like, a lot changes in multiple four years yeah. of high school. Right, exactly. And so I think that's why they had changed the the rules. Mm-hmm. That's why they okay. ended up because a bunch of people started getting injured. And of then, when you could receive right. an offer or get yeah. a commitment or something. Because it wouldn't make sense to do it so early. Yeah, and then people started, like, decommitting and um, and all these things. And so it just wasn't a good system. And then they'd get to college, and then they would transfer transfer the people mm-hmm. wouldn't want them anymore I don't know it was a whole mess because you don't know who you're going to be in college when you're 15 absolutely so not. you don't even know who you are when you're 15 so I was just like okay anyway so I committed there and went 
went on visits there and just acted like that's where I was going, right? Because that's all I knew. And I had always told myself, my mom had always told me never to say never. And I was just like, as if moms don't know best. And so I was <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Like, I'll never be that girl who decommits. That was like my whole thing. Like, oh, I can't believe people would do that. Mm. And then I tore my labrum. So this is when like oh my, my life goodness. changed. And so I tore my labrum on bars. Like I heard it shred. It had dislocated Ugh. two or three times. Competition or just training? Just training. Yeah. Yeah. And over the summer, it was in bet- it was after my sophomore year of high school. And mm-hmm. so I was out all of junior year, but it started ripping in the sorry, that's kind of like graphic, but it Hit started us. ripping in the summer and it dislocated twice, but my shoulders are so loose. When I tell you like the mobility that I yeah. just popped it back in, had no pain. When I, what? when it dislocated, like I just would pop it back in and keep going because it didn't have any pain. That's crazy. And, Cause they were that loose that like it was, it's almost typical for mine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was so bad. And then I was on bars and I was like, coach, like I cannot keep going. Like this hurts so bad. He was like, keep going. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> no, I, but he was like, he was like, no, no, no. He, and he was like super sympathetic, but he was like, are you sure? Like, he was like, D- you went to PT and they said nothing was wrong with it. And I was like, Yeah. But I don't, I don't believe that. They're like wrong. It, I was like, it's killing me. And so he was like, okay, like, take, take off, take it off. And, mm-hmm. and then, so I did one more turn. And um, he's like, do one more turn, be done. And I did a giant, and I heard it shred. Like, mm. just oh. heard it. And so I went to the doctor. I was like, I told my dad and my mom. I, like, come home, and I'm super nervous. I'm like, mom, like, I, I tore something. And she's like, are you sure? Because you've been going to PT. And I'm like, and he says it's nothing because they're so loose. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, it's torn. And so they took me to the doctor. And they were like, we're going to give you an x-ray. I'm like, can I tell you the future real quick? There's two bones in my <laughs> shoulder, and I can guarantee you nothing's wrong with either of them. And now they're going to make me wait three more weeks on a torn labor oh. and have to practice until I get this MRI. I'm like, oh, this is great. So it tears more in those three weeks mm. between the time. So when I go back, he was like, it looks like th- you took a piece of paper, ripped it apart, and then put it through a shredder. That's what it looked like. That's what the oh ends of my, my labor looked like apart. And then... You know, like, the e-stem thing that you're supposed to, like, twitch when it goes on you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, they put it on me, and my arm was hanging there. And my PT was like, do you feel anything? And I was like, no. And he was like, you don't feel? I was like, well, I mean, it, like, it's kind of like my skin, but, like, no. And he was like, your arm should be, like, twitching. And I was like, okay, it's torn. And so I went, and and it took him 18 minutes to, to do the surgery. Wow. My surgeon. But my surgeon is also, like, I mean, he's top tier. He's the hurricane surgeon. The oh. NHL team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, anyway, that was really cool. But that, like, changed my life. And so, yeah. after that, like, Arkansas, the head coach, he was, like, calling me. And he was, like, how long is it going to take for you to get back? Like, what's the doctor say? And, he, like, he was very supportive. And he was, like, okay, good. Just keep me updated on your, on your return. And I was, like, okay, great. So, for months, it was just like that. And then he was, like, okay, like, when are you going to start bars again? But bars was the last thing I was allowed to do because that's what mm. I tore it on and Absolutely. swinging. And that's just really hard on your shoulder. And so I was like, oh, well, that's the last thing I'm allowed to do. And it takes six to eight weeks to just be able to like get back to PT. And then yeah. I got to get the shrink back and then all this stuff. So I'm like, it'll be, it'll be a couple of months. And so I knew I was out and I, I don't think people put this on the warning label of ter- torn labrums that it's just like an ACL. Like, I mean, it is mm. equally okay. as long yeah. because really? they say like ACL is the worst tear. An ACL, which sure you're looking at like nine months. You're looking at nine months. Okay. I was out yeah. for it, that, if not longer, mm. like wow. straight up. I was like, no one told me that it, it was going to be that long. Yeah, like yeah. Th- that they should be. I know that they're not equal in any means, but and like that one's hard because you're holding all your body weight. But I'm like, mm, this one still took forever. Yeah. And so when I was coming back, I had PTSD from the sound of doing bars, oh. which I didn't even realize what yeah. I would have. And so even if you your body recovers, 
you have this whole mental barrier you have to get over, right. which is exactly. maybe even harder. Yeah, and so then I went back and I kept trying because I knew. And so Arkansas had called me this one time. And they kept calling me like we talked like every two weeks or every week, and he was like, "Hey, well, we." Like, when are you starting bars? And this is, like, the fourth time he's, like, asked me this. And I'm, like, I, this is four weeks in a row. I'm, like, I keep giving him the same answer. <laughs> and so I was, like, well, not yet. And he was, like, well, we recruited you for bars. And I was, like, wait. Well, no, you're not I was, ready. I was, like, I was recruited for all around. And he was, like. So that's news to you. Yeah. I was, like, really? Well, I don't know if I would have signed. <laughs> like, I was, like, um, okay. And so then I asked him. I was, like, because I was on a verbal scholarship. And so I was, like, can I talk to other coaches? And so he was, like, yeah. So whenever I was being recruited, the head coach from Alabama, she was like, if you ever are looking to move and decommit, please let me be the first person you call and I can just give you guidance okay. um, and like update you on where people have been. Because okay. when you're kind of out of the game, you know, when you're committed to school, it's like you're, it's like you're yeah. dating someone. And so then you're, you're like, off the market. Exactly. Yeah, you're off the market. And yeah. then so things change when you, when you're out of it. So she was like, let me just fill you in and get like spots and just availability. So I call her and she's like, she just gave me a lot of great insight and a lot of good direction. And so then the next call was to Auburn and he was like, Hey, like, so good to hear from you. You know, we have like a spot um, on the team that Aww. you win. We don't need bars. And I was like, is it perfect or is it perfect? Because it I was perfect. like, <laughs> okay. And so I kept, he was like, I want to stay in touch every week. And I updated him on everything. And I came back for my senior year of high school and my bar routine was watered down to almost nothing like really? it was yeah I just needed an all-around score so I just had to put something together just had to, to get do by yes on that event. yeah exactly and so I basically kept a secret all summer and ended up decommitting and recommitting within two hours on national signing day whoa mm-hmm. wow. it was pretty cool like I called mama, mama was right all oh, along oh yeah all, all yes. along <laughs> and so I called Mark um from Arkansas and was like hey like I can't come. And then two, two hours later, I called Auburn and I was like, how did you I'm feel coming. after that? I, I'm, I was like, it was, I mean, it was just like a divine, It's like everything you'd yes. ever Absolutely. wanted I was as a like, child. And yeah. I'm sitting there signing a paper at Auburn. And I was like, but I came on as a walk on. And so, which was kind of good because it was a dream for me and it teaches you how to grind. It really mm. does. And so if it were all, and I, and I love it this way, because if it were all handed to me, you know, if it were just straight out of the gate when I was a freshman and I got it, you know, if it were like mm-hmm. a perfect story, it'd be like, oh, well, that's great for her. But then it's like, where's the adversity or where's Absolutely. this and where's the story behind it, you know? And so for me, I think that when I came in, I was like, you know, what? I got, I got, I got, I got work to do here mm-hmm. and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And so I really grinded. And by my sophomore year, I earned a one year scholarship, which was like, the biggest dream come true. I can still Incredible. tell you everything yeah, t- that happened. Tell that us uh, that tell story that. real quick when you yeah. went into your coach's office. So, yeah. So he, he like, after like one random day of practice, it's like a, it's like a Friday after practice. And he's like, Hey Mo, like, will you like, wait a second, me and Ashley want to talk to you. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, Oh Lord. What'd I do? But literally. That's what I was thinking. I was like, um, like, cause we had spotter. I don't know if y'all know what that is, but it's like for athletes and it's an app to like track you going to class. I'm like, yes. did I, did I like, yeah. miss a class on spot? Because yeah. I don't like, don't miss classes. And so I was like, what did I do? And I mean, I, I mean, I, I can get into trouble. So I, <laughs> everybody I can. Right. And I was like, this could be anything. <laughs> I'm like, it's probably something I don't even know about that I did wrong. I was like, but you know what? So I like go over. He's like, well, go have a seat like on the tumble track or somewhere out there. 
So I, like, go to sit on the rod floor. I'm just chilling, like, racking my brain of, like, what did I do? He comes over, and he's like, hey. And he's like, do you know what you did? And I was like, oh, crap. Stomach drops. Like, Here we go. I was like, I, I was like, no, at this point, I don't. <laughs> like, I was like, what, what happened? He's like, no, 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 I'm just messing with you. And he always does it. He can't, That's like, so he funny. doesn't hold it that long. But I was like, he was like, well, uh, and then he just looked at my assistant coach. He was like, well, do you want to tell her? And I was like, so she was like, well, Morgan Lee, like, you know, we, we've been watching you, and we've seen how much you've grown. And, like, my whole freshman year, I was just learning that I was enough. And I think that that's important to touch on because that you entire, as a person. Yes. Yeah. And I think growing up, and I can say this so humbly, that growing up, I did not think I was enough. Mm-hmm. And it was just something I struggled with that I just, my brother's a genius. I mean, he's extremely mm-hmm. smart. And I, so I never felt smart enough or I never felt, you know, like I fit in enough because I didn't go to school for all the same yeah. hours. I moved in high school kind of when you're finding yourself. So I never mm-hmm. felt like I fit in enough or I was good enough friend or it just you know enough that's that's something everyone as human struggles with but specifically with athletes and then if you're you know social media creators it those are two worlds where it's really heightened because your entire existence is competing against someone else or comparing yourself to Mm -hmm. someone else because you know we we set these standards whether they're official in competition right there's clear winners clear losers and then on social media standards that we set for ourselves right so that is incredible that you learned that, especially so early in college. Yeah, right. being a freshman too, I think that's yeah. so amazing. You were able to learn that lesson. Yeah, because as an so athlete, young. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, I don't, I don't know how you don't get your self worth from your performance sure. and what you achieve. I mean, that's like what your entire world revolves around. You right, know? exactly. And what clicked say, in your brain to well, finally? I'm glad you asked because it was mainly my coach, my head coach, yeah. Jeff. He's he's awesome and he's a great mentor, great role model. And he, I just remember that whole year he help me but there was one time that he sat me down and he was like you're enough like stop stop looking for it in me and he just kind of called me on my bs like he was Mm -hmm. like you don't feel like you're enough and i was like okay ouch i was like like, i mean staring into my soul right right i was like (laughs) i'm just sitting there like bawling Mm -hmm. with my head coach and i was like this is kind of awkward but i was like whatever (laughs) and so he's like he's like you you, you are enough and you don't need me to tell you that. He was like, I know that you know that you have God on your side. Mm-hmm. Like you, you are enough. You'll always be enough. You were made enough, but now you have to believe it. Cause I could sit here and tell you this all day, every day and you won't believe it, but you need to know that. And so I just worked that year so hard on being like, so I went to see therapist and I went to, cause like th- you got to put in the work on yourself if you're going to get anywhere. Of course. Yeah. And so I wanted to pull out kind of all the gunk of what I had, the lies I had told myself or just the things that, yeah, because you're always sitting there comparing. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I came in with six or seven freshmen, and I'm a walk-on. And there mm-hmm. were other walk-ons, but I'm trying to earn, earn a scholarship mm-hmm. here. And, and then I'm like, so I'm looking at the girls who have the scholarship, and I'm like, oh. So you, don't, you already don't feel yep. enough. Mm-hmm. Or then you're trying to make a lineup, or you don't feel enough to, like, your peers there. And I'm like, man. And so that was that year I really just had – and, it, I mean, that set me up, though, because, you know, once you know that – it was just something that it was a lesson that needed to be learned. And so I really put on the work to do that. And, you know, they saw that and I just started being me and just knowing that I was enough and that I wasn't looking for their approval and just started grinding. And then so my sophomore year, they were like, you know what? We like have seen the whole, the work that you've put in and the work that you do in the gym, you're the hardest worker. You're, and she was like the example, the epitome of an Auburn woman, and there's no better person to give this to than 
than you. And I was just sitting there like a mess. I was just bawling. And I was like, my dreams are coming true. Just like, it was the biggest dream come true. Congratulations. That is you. phenomenal. Thank you yeah. so much. It and was, thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah. It's, I think that it's very important for people to know, especially yeah. in a position like you're in. And you right. do have so many people that look up to you. Like you had so many other gymnasts that you looked up to. Right. But you are that role model and you are able to be that inspiration, but you are also so honest. And I just appreciate you sharing all of that because I think that it means a lot to a lot of people, especially girls and guys too, of course. But um, I think it's really special. So I was just telling another friend of mine, you're never, you know, he plays football and I was telling him honestly this morning, I was on my way up here and I was like, you're never, if you're doing it for your coach, you're never going to play well because yeah. you're always going to be looking for their approval and you're human. You're never going to, no. you're never going to get it mm-hmm. because you're not perfect. And if you're playing for that, then, then you're never going to f- be fulfilled. Yep. And if you're playing for you, you're also never going to be fulfilled because you're not going to live up to your expectations because my expectations are set way up here and I never reach them yeah. ever, even though I know my potential can. And so, but I, when I said, you know, when I do it, I do it for God and I'm like, he gave me this talent and he has led me to where I'm supposed to be, and he just is using gymnastics as an outlet to show these, to show anyone his story, and if I can use it in that way, that's what I want to do, and so, like, that's the thing is a lot of people have asked me in this stage, they're like, are you going to take the fifth year of the COVID year? I'm like, no, and they're like, you're not? I was like, no, I, I don't have, my identity is not tied in gymnastics, and I don't need to stay to know that, and if, that, if that's his plan, he will make it abundantly clear that I'm supposed to go back. But as of right now, that's not the plan. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm like, I should never say never. But he, <laughs> you know, and so it's just like when your identity is founded in him and you let go of that and you let go of, then and when you do it for him, you are just free. Like you are free to do and to just do it at the best of your ability and you don't have any expectations. And it's just really cool because one kind of crucial piece I left out of that story was I was a soccer player at the same time oh, until I was okay. seven. And then, but you can't do both. Like when you yeah. go into like They're major gymnastics. They're both full-time things. Yeah. And my mom, I remember being in the car with her and she was like, Morgan Lee, like she had kind of been bugging me. Like you got to choose. And I was like, I don't want to choose. And I, you know, being the little princess girl I am, I was like, my world, my way. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't have I to choose all. mom. I can do it all. I can do everything. Yeah. I was like, you can, like you did it. So why can't I? And so I was, I was sitting and I was like, mom, I really like soccer. <laughs> she was like, that was the wrong answer. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> like, literally, I, I didn't even know. And she was like, well, Morgan Lee, like, can I tell you that, you know, not many, not many people, not many girls get a talent to flip. She's like, if you can walk, you can run. And a lot of people do soccer. Not that you're not great at it. Not that you couldn't be great at it. Not that you could have a future with it. But it's not common that someone gets the talent to flip. And she was like, you have a God-given talent in the area of gymnastics, and I think you pursue that. She's like, I want you to pursue whatever your heart says. I just want you to take that into account. And after she said that, I was like, she's right. Mm-hmm. Like, what I am doing is nuts, and not, she's right. Like, not many people had that. And so I'm so glad she said that. Yeah. And because mamas know best. That's, and, that's really wise. Right. Yeah. And so and, I was like... And it was so, it comes from such a humble place that she mm-hmm. was just like, look, she saw what God gave me before I saw what God gave yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And it was just cool. Yeah. Man, I really do want to meet Pam now. 
Dude, I do. And, so, oh, listen to this. She had stage four breast cancer when wow. I was three. My brother oh was my 18 goodness. months old. And she, wow. it was, she was like literally about to die. And because it went to her liver and like the next wow. place is brain. Yeah. So she was, and her drug, the doctor from Duke was, went down from Orlando and they were doing this new trial drug called Herceptin at the mm-hmm. time. Okay. And she, and it worked on her. And no way. it's like, and they don't have a cure for it. Praise, but she, wow. so she's literally at treatment this morning. So she's been like clear or, you know. In remission, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like doesn't have, mm-hmm. yeah. Been free of yeah. cancer for 13 or 14 years Amazing. now. Wow. And, but she still does cancer, or I mean, still does treatment yeah. to prevent it mm-hmm. every like three weeks, I think, or every, wow. so like once a month or yeah. something like that. And she's been doing this. And, and sometimes we take it, I, I never want to take it for granted. Like one, God's glory and just, keeping her alive because I don't what know what I would, I don't know what is. I would have done, mm-hmm. you know, without her. She is like, she is our rock and, and, but she, to, to continue doing it, mm-hmm. you know, cause she could be like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm 14 years. Like I probably yeah. won't get it, but like mm-hmm. to keep me in tray, you know, she's like, mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. I'll do this even though it hurts, even though it's hard. And so to see that I'm like, okay, even though, yeah. even though it hurts and even though it's hard, she's going to continue. Mm-hmm. So how do I want to do it? And yeah. Just a great example. Wow. Yeah, so and, and as we've heard about your story, I guess, I can see how you'd get a lot of this from your mother, but I see a, a pattern of opportunity and adversity and opportunity and adversity. Mm-hmm. And you've been able to just grow and work Absolutely. through all of that. And it's led you to where you are now. Yeah. Um, through the glory of God. Yeah. That's, that's Trials all. produce perseverance, Amen. sister. Amen. They do. <laughs> and now your time in Auburn, you've also seen that from the business side, the way yeah. things have been mm-hmm. totally yes. shifting too. So you're a unique case where you as a gymnast at Auburn, uh, played and studied for two years, Mm -hmm. then all the NIL regulations changed. And now you've got two years on the back end of that to see the shift that that has made across all of collegiate athletics. So we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. But right after that, we're going to dive into all things NIL and brand deals. Oh, yay. Can't wait. So fun. Surprise, the sponsor's us. Yeah, surprise, (laughs) we are the sponsor. Uh, Okay, yeah. So with all these NIL rules changing right in the middle of your college career, what, first of all, what is NIL for a lot of our creator listeners who aren't athletes? And then what has that shift looked like from your perspective in collegiate sports broadly? Okay, so the NIL is a way to make money off of your name, image, and likeness. And so... Because previously college athletes could not make money really at all in no, school. No, you yeah. couldn't. You yeah. couldn't make... Any money, you could only make money if you had like a legit job and it right. went through like mm-hmm. four methods of compliance. But like, like it was people selling your jerseys, things oh, like that, autographs, not. nothing, like, couldn't no. make money. And yeah. that's the thing, it's like so many players got, I mean, made the school got, a lot of money. Yeah, or like lot. got arrested for it, you know, because wow. like there wow. were professional athletes that I remember hearing stories about, oh, um, this is so random, and I think I could be wrong, but I think Molly, have you ever heard of Molly Bloom? Like Molly's Game, that movie? Yes, okay, so I saw that. Okay, so her brother played, I think, professional football, then went back to, back to school, or, or you know, he was a professional skier. He went mm. to the Olympics for skiing, then he back, went back to play football. Dude's a stud, but basically he took money for being in the Olympics, and then, like, got cut, or, like, got, wow. it was, wow. and so, but basically, that's, like, the whole thing. And so... The way I see it is that if you are in, if you are, you know, gifted enough and God, God bless you to go to the Olympics or to do pro or anything beforehand or while being in like college athletics, then this is a great way to kind of combine the two. But I think 
for me, from my standpoint, it's kind of like, you know, if you're Cam Newton, let's say if he were still at Auburn, uh, just using Auburn for an example, but if Cam Newton were still at Auburn, then a bunch of people would know him, and he was, he was I mean, he was big when he was in college, not just saying, yeah. just oh, not yeah. now, but he was, he was huge, and so people would probably buy his jersey. Of course. Or, yeah, and so that would have been a way for him to make money and on the side, and so, like, he could save up to, to for anything, mm. you know, right, and just get another form because we're that we're getting some people. If you're on scholarship, you're getting paid for your job, and some people aren't. So this is another way to make money and either pay for school because I know a bunch of people are doing that. So it's a very neat way to yeah. kind of do work on the side. But I think for me, it's very interesting because I really like content creating. And so for me, it was very much like there were brands that I would have during like the summer, they would reach out, you know, they DM you and be like, Hey, like, I'd love to partner with you. We love like your style, whatever. And we want to do a deal. And you always had to say no, because I'm like, I yeah. can't take a deal from you because I can't make money. Yeah. Or I, and, and you couldn't even, even take product, could thing. you? No, Which you is can't. ludicrous. Because yeah, yeah because that's insane. Th- you have to take a tax on them. If mm. anything that you have to take a tax on. Monetary value. Yes. Yeah. Of anything. So, so whether or not. So name, image, and likeness is an acronym thrown around a lot lately, basically meaning that athletes can now make, make money. money. And, and, and a lot of times that can be an, a, you know, an appearance, an autograph mm-hmm. signing. It's definitely messed with recruiting across the board, which is probably a separate conversation. But a lot of times, as you mentioned, it looks like athletes doing paid partnerships and endorsements yeah. on social media. Yes. So that's definitely a route that you've been able to focus on. Tell yeah. us about, so, so what was your first deal? How did that go down? And uh, give us all the details. Why do I not know? That's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, I or can one tell you of my, your biggest, first. my biggest. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so Michael Kors. I, yeah. No, no way. You guys don't even understand. Like, to say that. Out okay, loud. what was it? What were you doing? Like, why me? And, like, the, the only the other thing is that, like, Bella Hadid was on the cover of No the, way. Yep. And I wow. was like, there's no way. There's just no way. And so a year ago, I was on. It was the first launch for, like, NIL that Michael Kors had done. And so, basically, this is the smallest world. And they didn't even know this. But basically, like, this woman had reached out to me on Instagram and was like, hey, like, we love your style. I'm, we're a company that basically connects brands, like, Michael, she was like, we're connecting mm-hmm. Michael Kors. So, it wasn't, like, someone straight from Michael It was, like, an Michael agency. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. but an agency. She was like, we're connecting you, and they want you to do a launch for their new line mm. and I was like like what Michael Kors. and then like the deal Casual. was like massive first of all and like got to keep the products made money on on it too and I'm like me <laughs> no wow. I was like there's just no like pinch me like am I dreaming? Pinch me, I'm dreaming so then I'm like thinking like wow this is insane like I never thought I'd get this opportunity just unlocked a world of possibilities in your right. mind you're like where could this go now right and so then I'm like wow Michael Kors. I'm like, this is a great one to like have in the back. And so anyway, and I was just so blessed and that they chose me or, you know, whatever. And I love the side of content creating. Like I, I just mm-hmm. love that, that part. And so for me even, and I think a lot of, this is kind of interesting. I, I want to go back to the Michael Kors thing because it gets very small very quickly. Mm-hmm. But the other side of it is I think that a lot of the deals that I've taken, I don't even know if they know I'm an athlete. Like straight really? up. Like I think they contact me because of my content. And that's what wow. most people do. Like, I honestly thought, like, in the beginning, I was starting to think, I was like, I don't, I don't even think these people know I'm a gymnast. <laughs> that's amazing. Straight but up. now you're I going to that line, you're a creator. Kind of a good right, problem. and yeah. I like it. Okay, so, I for, like so for context, NIL, 
started almost a year ago. So it was like summer of 2021. Yes. At that point, how many followers did you have? Less than 10,000. Like really? Okay. Really? Okay. So I, it mainly blew up after the NFT. Okay. 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 We'll get to that in a second. So, but you'd been all throughout college, you had been posting content regularly, obviously, because you're an athlete that probably helped it some. And then NIL opportunities started coming, which helped you grow more. Okay. Right. That makes sense. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so so, back to Michael Kors. Yeah. So the lady who contacted me, I'd been working with her like on the whole, like, let me get you the products. Like we'd been chatting about this whole thing for, I mean, weeks, like three weeks, four weeks. Right. And so then my dad Shout out to Mark because we love him. Um, my dad is like my manager. That's his, yeah, That's his, his title. Role. Yes, and he's the absolute best manager anyone could ever have. First of all, the guy is love in a person. Oh, yes, he's. I mean, he's amazing, and I and he goes to bat for me every time. And I want to meet your parents. but dude, he's awesome. And so he texts me, and he's like, he's and he's like the biggest cheerleader. Like if you mm-hmm. if you need a friend, call Mark because he he will hype you up. And so I'm like, Dad, like. I got to deal with Michael Kors. He's like, no, you dance sweet. Like, that's so amazing. Like, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, Mark. All anyway, the emojis. Right. Oh, that's all he does. Like, thumbs up, kiss you, all the Love it. Like, he's the best. And if you're friends with him on Instagram, he will do the 100s on all of your stories. I love so, it. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to follow That's my new goal. Please. Because yeah. you, you'll get the, the 100s. And he basically was like, okay, like, who are you talking to for this Michael Kors deal? So, I, like, tell him her name. He he like and he is this the person at michael kors or the agency agency. and first of all let me just add in i think the man could be verified on linkedin not even kidding you he's like over like like i told him i was like dad you have like over 500 because the golf channel right right? because of the golf channel and he was like no 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 i have more than that oh okay (laughs) okay and so he was like he i mean he is i mean he is networking he I is love who it. I want to be. Like, I want to be a mixture of both of my parents, and, like, that'll be chef's kiss. And But he knows everyone, and he's the best guy at, you know, introducing to – he just loves people. He just loves people, and he genuinely yeah. loves yeah. people. And so he loves meeting people. He gains energy just from people. a connector. People. He is just a connector. And so he was like, well, who are you talking to? And I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he, he was like – he goes to LinkedIn immediately. He's like – I. I worked on the golf channel with her. No way. What a I small was like, world. And I, so I told him, I told the lady, I was like, um, I think my dad knows you. And she's like, what's your dad's name? And I was like, Mark Oldham. And she goes, why did I not connect the dots sooner? Whoa. And That's I was crazy. like, cause like my, my last name. And so she was like, Oh my gosh, you're right. And we did anyway. So I was like, that is so neat. And it's just so funny how things, yeah. like how it's just a, such a small world. It's all orchestrated. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So then fast forward I, and I was able to do a ton of, different deals through different, you know, kind of like locations like yeah. this, like an app that connects you to blah, 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 or just through DM or through my school um, yeah. or through friends, you know, if they had, they how, had how many deals have you done so far? Oh my Do you God. know the number? No, no. Like, yes. Ballpark it. <laughs> well, last time I did this, I shot too high. <laughs> so, um, hmm. Just the just the quantity, like, not the dollar. Yeah, you okay, no, dollar right. Amount. Let's just say like probably around. I want to say forty to fifty. Wow. Because it's like pretty You're not high. it. But yeah. they're all like little. But then if you think about how yeah, like, it I don't know, like thirty to fifty. Up. Let's mm-hmm. say like okay. that. So like this Michael Kors so the, collaboration. Like, what were what were like the deliverables for that? What did you have, What did you do? I did the first one. Yeah. So this is where I was gonna get to because oh, I perfect. just I just did another one with them. Oh So yeah. that's why I was like, oh my gosh, no way. And so 
um, I think it was an Instagram and then like an, the first one I think was an Instagram post and a TikTok. Okay. And then the last one, and it might, I think it, they might have just been each, both one, just TikTok. But mm-hmm. I posted an Instagram for each of them, too. Okay. Yeah. Like, on my end. Because I love Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok. I do. Mm-hmm. But, like, I like my baby's Instagram. Instagram if we're going to choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love I, Instagram. Well, I just, I like them both. I, just, I probably just take Instagram more seriously. And mm-hmm. I'm like, for sure. I make sure my, I don't know. My Feed matches. Yeah. It prioritizes well, not, not even that, aesthetics. Just, yeah. And so for, it's like, TikTok, I'll just do, like, random things. Like, oh, yeah. if for I sure. see it. Because that's what TikTok is. It's so mm-hmm. random. And, yeah, I don't know. It's also, like, more comedic, too. So right. you can make more funny content, I guess. Make fun right. yourself. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's... Lighthearted. It's so, yeah, it's so interesting. And so I think that, that that's where I put that. But that was a big, very big deal that I still, to this day, am just blessed and cannot believe happened. And... So anyway, that was a really big one. And then we have other ones through Auburn that are really cool, and they kind of collect the, um, they, you know, they help connect donors to, mm-hmm. like, fans, yeah. like, really like, just straight up. Because I know that there like are. like a collective. Yeah, and yeah. there are fans. There, I mean, there are apps that connect fans mm-hmm. to people, but, like, it's not as direct as what okay. we do at Auburn. And so it's really fun and um, it's called On to Victory, which is kind of cute because oh, it's like our yeah. little like that's sweet. Fights on, ba- yeah, thanks. That's on. That, yeah. yeah, that's the one. That was what I was thinking of, and so they, and it's all of the athletes. So it's very connecting and very. You just feel it's like more community it is. oriented. It's so for it's so much community, and it's just nice. Like that, it's so cool that a football player. Because at first, I do want to touch on this. At first, whenever our athletic director was bringing it to us, when he was like, when back when it was still just being talked about, he was like, "We don't even know if this is going to actually be a thing." He's like, "What do you guys think?" Well, I spoke up obviously because I was like, "Well, let me just speak my mind." And I was like, "Is it going to matter for anyone who's not football or basketball?" Let me just say it how it is because I know everyone in here mm-hmm. is thinking that. And they were like, "Yes." And I don't think at the time they were very confident in that because they were like, okay, we can see that this is a major concern that football is going to get more money, basketball mm-hmm. is going to get more money. Mm-hmm. And I, especially at Auburn, like we were yeah. being very like yeah. SEC oriented. But, but then once it launched, it was, I kind of like shifted my mind that I was like, if, if a football player gets the opportunity to do it, then I have the opportunity to do Absolutely. it. So I was like, it really is, and that's what I want to tell any athlete out there that it's what you make of it because mm-hmm. yeah. it, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't, cause you can, you can always grow, right? Like mm-hmm. you can always grow a number. You can always grow your platform. You can always grow your, you know, content level. You can always grow your views or, you know, anything. So I was just like, it's what you make of it. Yeah. And now it's so cool to be like, Smoke and I have the same deal, or he did. Now he's in the NFL. Yep. But I'm like, you know, this. Well, there you go. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. So, but I'm like, you know, me and a football player, yeah. we have the same deal, which a year ago I would have questioned and I would have been like, is it really going to matter for us? And it does. Mm-hmm. And so it it's does. like they, they treat us all the same. And they are like, you're an athlete and we're going to make this the best for anyone who's, an, you know, it's for all mm-hmm. athletes. And it's not just for pro quarterbacks for pro football players it's not just for these people who have a career after college and I think that's also what to touch on is like gymnastics like I mean unless you're going to go be a 24 year old in the Olympics which is just rare and good Mm -hmm. for you but you're not you're not going to continue doing gymnastics afterwards Mm -hmm. so that's it's also a good way to get into like I said I love content creating and so it's a good way to make a name for yourself and start that platform early if content creating is what you want to do because any way that you work it and I 
the biggest thing for me for NIL is that I'm a very authentic person and I'm not going to take any deal that I don't believe in. And so I've yeah. had a lot of deals and offers that my dad so graciously has had friends in because of his connections. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I've had to tell him like one of, to one of like his best friends. I'm like, I'm sorry, I just don't use that product. Mm-hmm. Like there was one that was like uh, carbonated water. And I was hmm. like, I don't drink, I don't even drink soda. Like I don't even drink carbonated beverages. Like I don't like them. And so I was like, yeah. I can't. Wow. I respect this. that. Cause yeah. that's not because even like a questionable product or service or right. a weird yeah. company. It's just like, like I, just I know I would it. never use it. Yeah. Right. But it so also shows your authenticity on your actual platform and on all of your social channels. And that's why right. people would want to trust you and follow you because Thank you're you. not being fake about any yeah. of the things that you're supporting. So what, yeah, yeah, that's a great point. So what are your criteria for a brand deal that you would accept? Do you have a few non-negotiables that yeah determine sort of yeah exactly and so I mean I do a lot of the reaching out because like I said my dad has really instilled into me just being a kind human and he's like you you know you he's big on the you miss 100% of the shots you don't take you know his his background he comes from a navy dad and olympic mother so yeah I mean it's the the real deal yeah (laughs) like like we said genetics (laughs) you are gonna you are gonna get there and he is gonna get there and so he's like Morgan Lee put your foot in the door because and that's the thing is it kind of like the way that he's helped me grow up and both he and my mom, but like, it's kind of fearless. Like, he's like, what, what are they going to do? Just say like, they no. can't. I'm like, and that doesn't scare me. So when that doesn't scare you, well, then what's going to go wrong? I'm yeah. like, okay. So I, I do a lot of the reaching out to brands I like. And yep. so then I think that's kind of what gets around. So I love fashion. I love jewelry and I want to do the things that I use every day. So mm-hmm. like water company, sure. Or like there's even, there's even like new potato chips or like a lot of, but like even the, I know a bunch of athletes do the protein powder. And there was this one and I'm like, I don't use that on mm-hmm. an everyday, on my everyday life. Yeah. So why am I going to start now? I'm not. And yeah. I'm not going to change my body or change my regimen or change something that my nutritionist mm-hmm. wouldn't even pass to do this. Exactly. Just to make, and like, and I had the wonderful opportunity to, you know, go to influencers event the NIL summit and Tim Tebow was speaking and he was like, he mentioned that he had had this like half a million dollar deal that he was asked to turn down. I think from a, from his, the baseball career Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to. And he did because he respected the baseball coach enough. Um, I hope I'm not going to, it could have been football or baseball. I think it was baseball. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but he was like, I respected them enough to know that if that was, important to them that I wasn't going to do it and like and he wanted it and he wanted and now he like looks back and he's like it's not all about the and I it might have been his first big deal okay so he was like everyone wants that first big deal you know and so if it's not he was like if it's not something that it's kind of like a mom saying you know don't go there when she can see what's ahead and Mm -hmm. you can't and so you know the fact that he took that risk to trust enough and then because that all it'll always come back and that's the thing is I don't do it for the money so that's mm-hmm. another thing is I'm not searching for the money. I do it because I love it and I want to make great quality content mm-hmm. for whoever I'm working for. And that's, that's kind of where I authentic, authentic, yeah. authentically yeah. stand, <laughs> yeah. whatever. We feel and, what you're saying. Yeah. It. And so then if I'm going to start there, then I'll like reach out to whatever I wear. And so those are kind of, I want, and I love good I want to help my friends so the reason I met the football player that I was talking about earlier was because he started his own brand okay um, cool saved through him I think is what it's called and right. so it's a like apparel yeah, yeah apparel yeah. and of uh, Christian and yeah. so I'm like 
that's amazing. And to help another friend out mm -hmm. by doing that. So that's what's really cool is it can now connect athletes too. If you start your own brand, like entrepreneurs, this gives you that platform to start. And it's just, it's just a great opportunity to mm -hmm. do that. So I do have like, if it's something I use every day, th then yeah. that's a definite kind of yes. Or I definitely do a lot of the reaching out. And so when they do come to me, it's also like, am I going to use it? Mm -hmm. Are my, does it match the message I'm trying to send? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, through, through Auburn and through like most schools, you're not allowed to do any like alcohol right. content anyway. Mm -hmm. But like, if it's not some kind of along those lines, if I'm, you know, into, if my religion is big, like, which it is, then I'm going to do stuff mm -hmm. through that have that. Absolutely. Or if I'm, you know, I like to support like women-owned businesses or small-town businesses or connect to my community. So those are the types of things that I kind of look for and try to keep it homebody and just kind of me. And so if they're bold and they're fun and yeah. so like Michael Kors, that fit perfectly because I love, not only do I love the brand and want to do it, but I would use it every day. I promote it around campus, you know, and so that's the thing is that I want you to trust me as a content, like, at, you know, as the brand and the company, I mm -hmm. want you to be like, you know, like, I know she's going like to, because I want to do it. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is I don't, when you do it for money, you kind of have to do it. Yeah. But when you do it because you like it, you want to do it. Mm. And I think, like, I remember Simon Sinek saying that, like, when you do it because of your why, it's easier to do it. So oh, start with absolutely. why. I was not expecting Morgan Lee to quote Simon Sinek. Dude, that's my I. favorite. I have, I have like even more respect for you now. That's like that, he's like oh, he's genius. He's yeah. my favorite. Oh, okay, you just you just said so many good things, and there's so many things I want so to many ask things. or we could <laughs> ask. First, a, a short question: Would you consider yourself a lifestyle influencer? Like, how would you categorize? Me. I would yourself? say yeah. I'd say probably fashion and lifestyle. Okay. That's yeah. kind of what because, I was thinking about. Oh, too. that was oh sorry, I was gonna mention this earlier. Was for any like guys too. That if you're into like sports, like bodybuilding or mm -hmm. sports medicine, or like that's the thing, is my roommate, she's into medicine, and she's like, Morgan Lee, I can't even use NIL because I don't have that many followers. And she like lists to me, she's like all these reasons of why she can't she's like, I'm not really good on Instagram, I never go on it. She's studying medicine, and so she's like, I don't have time for this, but it seems cool. I want to dig yeah. into it. I'm like I'm like, reach out to one brand you like. Like, she, and yeah. I'm like, reach out to a candle company. Like, sh she's a cute little, like, home yeah. style girl. And I'm like, reach out to a candle company. Or reach out to Joanna mm -hmm. Gaines, like, mm -hmm. a Magnolia. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. I'm like, do, do those, do things you like and reach out. And so she, like, ended up reaching out to Be Good to People, that mm -hmm. brand. And, and so I think that it, that was really cool of her because I'm like, just, just do one where you be bold and you just reach out to them and you just, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And so she did. And, and it's, it's what you make of it, really. And so yeah. all the, like, if you are a guy interested in gaming, I have seen multiple football players mm -hmm. go on and Oh, man, and Twitch is huge, right. so you can make money just to stream. Right, and so I'm like, you can do anything from this. If you are into cars, mm -hmm. go do it for, you know, so you can honestly do anything because I love cars, and I told the, at the NIL, NIL Summit, if I could get any deal, it would be, like, with Mercedes. Like, Ooh. that would be, they dude, got a big I love plant cars. here in Alabama. Yeah. So, Anyway, like, that's what I say is that it's open for anyone and yeah. anything you want to do, just go after, like, authentically, you're going to want to do it more if it's what, what you're you passionate wanna. about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, that's kind of where I love y'all's company because for me, it's so big that I, 
I want to, I love content on it. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. that's the thing is, I didn't care that they didn't care that I wasn't a, or that if they knew that I was a gymnast. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care because I will be a full-time content creator. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. I could do this on the side. Like, I want to do this after I graduate. These are mm -hmm. things that I like to do. And so, like, the lifestyle and fashion and that yeah. kind of thing. And also just kind of like, I don't know what you consider, like, Madison Pruitt. Yeah. But yeah. that's kind of. Whatever she is yeah. is kind of what I... I would say yeah. she's lifestyle. Like, lifestyle. No, I would definitely say Fashion. lifestyle. Mm -hmm. yeah. Another Auburn girl. Yeah, yeah my girl. Yeah, yeah. Come on. There you Love go. Her. I think she just got engaged. She, she did. did. Yeah, yeah. So, I, that's yeah. cool. Such a cute so, video. So, yeah, everything you said was gold, especially if you are an athlete who is a creator or looking to become a creator right now. I think Morgan Lee's dropping a lot of wisdom. So, one, take the initiative. I yes. mean, this isn't something that you can... Unless you're, like, obviously a five-star recruit who got a lot of followers mm -hmm. without trying like if you're not taking the initiative in both creating content regularly mm -hmm. and two reaching out to brands or looking for opportunities right. then we can't make excuses about why things aren't happening um and then the other thing that you've not, not only said but exemplified very well is just is be authentic like don't chase the money it's like you got to know who you are as a person and especially the uh, the voice and the platform that you have, right. and be patient to wait for the opportunities that actually fit mm -hmm. what you're trying to project. Right, and I do think that's another thing for me is like you have to be really careful about mm -hmm. your identity and where it stands, and it's important to yeah. know that too. That's why like I also love Tim Tebow, not just because of Tim Tebow, but I just love him as a person because I relate so much to him of being you know a Christian athlete and having that will to say like okay. You know, it's not, it's not about the money mm -hmm. while it looks great. And mm -hmm. while that's an awesome deal, it's it, the money will come no yeah. matter what you do. He's like, you can't, you can't chase it. And so I loved that. And just the fact that he used his platform for good and yeah. to show that, and it's just kind of how you want to be. It's your best foot forward. And that's what my, my mom always said, you know, being mm -hmm. the beauty queen, she was, mm -hmm. she was always like, put your best face forward. So whatever that means that you do. Do it, and, and like it says in the Bible, I mean, yeah. do everything it goes beyond with your physical heart. It does. Yeah. yeah, and so, like, when you take that into your work in anything you do, mm -hmm. whether it's content creating, whether it's gaming, whether it's cars, whether it's being a doctor, when you do it, when you do something with all of your heart, like, you cannot fail. Mm -hmm. Not to get too uh, existential for a second here, but everything you're saying has actually been along the lines of something I've been thinking about a lot the past two days specifically. Really? I've been trying to, yeah, I've been telling myself, it doesn't matter what you're achieving or what you're earning, right? Like Absolutely. you can't go after that. What matters is who you're becoming. And if you're becoming the right kind of person, you don't need to worry about achievement and earnings because most likely they will come. Right. But you're not doing the things that you're doing to achieve that mm -hmm. directly. What, what matters more is who's the type of person that you're shaping into. Right. And I think like, I mean, I don't, and I, like, I can't, I can't speak for them, but I do know that Michael Kors, I worked with him again. And so I think when you Says know, it does say a lot, especially in influencer marketing, because there's a lot of brands that feel like they can tap out on a specific person's audience pretty quick. So it's, there's a lot of right. and, one and dones. Right. Exactly. And such a big company like them that they yeah. remembered a year later mm -hmm. and they were like, Oh, we want, we trust it. We trust her. We worked with her before. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you make that foundation of, okay, I can, I can work with this guy or I can work with this girl. I've worked with them before. They're awesome. They, you know, respond, they're engaged. They care that like these things, cause it's, it goes beyond, because if, if, yeah. if you don't respond and you're 
and you, and you have half a million followers. I mean, but you, it's all about how you interact with people too, because like kind of you were just saying, even in your own world, I, to me, I would always matter who I am to the people I'm mm -hmm. working around than what I do. Because mm -hmm. if I'm here to make money, then I probably won't be very pleasant. And You'll I never be fulfilled right. either. You'll so. never be fulfilled. Yep. But then if you are like, how can I be the best me and serve the people around me and impact them and help them grow their business? And mm -hmm. that's kind of what I go into if it's a smaller women's own business. And I'm like, how can I promote, how can I use what I've been given to promote and use my voice to promote her or to promote yeah. them? And that's why it's so cool to be, for me it's so surreal and so cool to be with these other athletes at Auburn because I'm like, I get to work with them. And that's so cool mm -hmm. that yeah. I can share this with someone else. Yeah. And to me, it's just, I mean, it's kind of my background, but it's also just like, how can I serve the people around me and how can mm -hmm. I bring light to anyone's life? And that's how I put my, put any foot forward, no matter what I'm in, but especially to, you know, any connection I make is that I'm going to be me authentically mm -hmm. and I'm just going to try to add light into anyone's life. And then that's, that's all I can do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, speaking for, for both of us, I'm sure you would agree. We both really appreciate how you are taking advantage of this time with NIL in college. Mm -hmm. um, not only to set yourself up for opportunities continually as a content creator, but even more so just how you're using mm -hmm. your platform. Uh, and, and then, yeah, one more thing to all the other athletes out there. I think Morgan Lee just said a ton that's great for yeah. creators, period. Like, I don't care Everyone, who you are. Absolutely. Um, and then one more thing to athletes specifically, really leverage this time now mm -hmm. because what we've seen working in the broader broader creator, creator economy, economy. Mm -hmm. is athletes with really small follower counts like 1000 2000 3000 are able to get deals that are a lot of times just as good as normal creators and influencers yes. who have in the tens of thousands mm -hmm. so the, the scales are tipped and you have a huge opportunity and and like you've been saying mm -hmm. Just take the initiative and start creating content, especially like if you're an athlete, the fact that you're an athlete alone gives you a lot of knowledge and experience that so many people that either already are following you or will follow you would benefit from. Like mm -hmm. someone that we're connected to and really have a lot of appreciation for as well. You probably know her because you met her at the NIL Summit, but it's Emily Cole. Oh, a yeah. Dude, a track runner. Yeah, yeah, I love her. She just started making a ton of TikTok videos yeah. about how to how she trains for running, takes yeah. care of her body, eats. Like, she's you're an athlete. Awesome. That's she's writing a book, too. Exactly. And yeah, nutrition, cookbook. I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we were talking about it. So it's like, you're she's an athlete. Awesome. You already have that knowledge and, and proven experience. Like, and it's start, content that start people sharing that with hear. the world. Yeah, right. especially how fitness obsessed exactly. America is. Like, right. that's content that you can, that's good content you can put out into the world that hopefully primarily is to serve other people like you're talking about, but in return, like you'll be able to benefit mm -hmm. from too. Absolutely. And like you said earlier, it is what you make it. And mm -hmm. so even if you only have a thousand followers right now, if you do want to put in the work, just like you did with gymnastics, just like you did with content creation, it really is what you do with it. Right. Yeah. And so you can choose during this time in your life that you have this platform and this opportunity mm -hmm to really grow something and make a big impact on a lot of people's lives, yeah. but also protect yourself in a financial aspect as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because being a student athlete, obviously, it's kind of hard to have a part-time job when- Even if you're your on sports, scholarship and stuff's provided are. for, you still have expenses. Exactly, yeah. like expenses are always there. And like, if that's something that you're able to do for your family and for yourself, yeah. that's amazing. And yeah. it's such a great opportunity to do that. It's incredible. And also I wanted to add in just kind of, this is like not exactly a question, but I wanted to give a brief 
kind of a brief example of an email I send. So yeah. basically, that would be very awesome. helpful. Yeah, because I think for it's kind of what I just do for anyone. This who, is like when you're reaching right, out, exactly. Yeah. To and a so brand, I think okay. template. Yeah, yeah, if anyone wants to take this, basically I just say like, "Hello, whoever." And then I say, hi, my name is Morgan Lee Oldham, and I am a gymnast at Auburn University, um, which I probably should change that because after I went to, I just got to go to the NCAA Career and Sports Forum, and you are not that, you do that. Okay. So I, I do gymnastics okay. at Auburn University. Gymnastics. I'm not. Semantics. It yeah. is. You and, are but not it's just, gymnastics. It's, you're, you're manifesting. Yeah, I, I am not <laughs> that. I am more than that, right? And so, yeah. but basically, you know, I just, I do this sport there. And then I would say, most of the time I add in my major. So I would mm -hmm. say, like, I am a communication major with a leadership minor because Fantastic. those are my passions. Yeah. Exactly. And so then I go in and I'm like, so I love, I, and I say, I list the things I love. I love fashion. I love jewelry. I love putting my best foot forward. I love being authentic. I love your brand. I've worked with your brand before or I've ordered from your brand or I've never used your brand, but I would love nothing more to, than to try it out mm -hmm. and to promote it and then mm -hmm. to promote it to my colleagues or to promote it to my campus or to promote it on whatever social media you want. And so then I, that's kind of how I list it. And I just say, you know, I'd love to connect with you further. And after that, and I'm just like my email, my phone number yeah. is blank and I look forward to talking to you soon. If you have any questions, please let me know. And then that's kind of how I start and yeah. it gets your foot in the door and it kind of that, cause you don't, you don't want to read something dry. Of and course like, not. I'm mm -hmm. this, I do, you know, it and sounds so, more robotic. Yeah, right. If you do and so it. if you, mm -hmm. and that's kind of how my dad always taught me and he's like, Morgan Lee always take the initiative to reach out. But when you reach out, it can look like that. Hi, my name is, I do this sport for this, for this university. Or if you're not in that and you're a content creator, I'm, an upcoming content creator mm -hmm. and I would love to get my foot in the door with your company mm -hmm. or I would love for you to take a risk on me or yeah. even just say like I'm I am a content creator and I would love to you know blank so whatever you are and then put in your interest put in your kind of yeah. like your quick resume or what yeah. you do or where you studied or what you study and then I say just put in your interest and then you know always finish with just I always wish the yeah. best on them. So then just all blessings and then I, then I'm done. So that's kind of, if anyone needs short and sweet, yeah. cover your bases, very personal yes. of yourself, but personal to the brand. Right. Uh, do you think a big difference in, in what you usually send is that last part, like would love to connect further. Cause you're not coming in like saying, I want to post for you and this is how much I normally no. get paid for stuff. It's just like, Hey, I want to never say that. Like, let's make a connection. Yes. That's the I, key. That, and that, I mean, I don't know how other people do it and that may work for them, but I never start with that because it, it is about, like, I care about you mm -hmm. more but than I care you, about them. If like, you have 45 plus deals, something's working for you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, and, well, and, it shows is, that that works yeah. and right. people love kindness it's, and it's even the, yeah, like, I love I that. I straight up learned it from my dad and he's like Morgan Lee Connect, but he always showed me how to, it's not connecting to gain followers. It's not connecting to gain numbers. It's not connecting mm -hmm. to use someone else. It's connecting to know the person. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my dad is the epitome of showing just that love and kindness and being like, he genuinely, I mean, if you saw him, he genuinely wants to meet you. He doesn't care what you do. He doesn't care where you come from. And that's how I want to be. And so it's more of just like, I would love to connect further. If, if I sound like I'm up your alley, take, take a chance on me or like, let's work together. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to talk to you soon. Yeah. If I'm not, then like, that's fine. But that's kind of also why I list that because if I'm not, and you are like, no, let's do a deal. Then I'm probably going to be like, well, that doesn't really fit yeah. with me. So then, so you're also kind of adding that. And I just, 
yeah. being authentic and saying like, you know, I'd love to connect with you soon. Um, hit me up whenever you can, or let's connect. Then whenever you're free, then that's what I do. And mm. I can move my schedule around, but that's kind of how I start. And I think that's I, a great approach. We both really respected your responsiveness because that's just rare. Oh yeah. Not just with athletes, but with big creators mm -hmm. in general. Cause I just, I followed Morgan on Instagram followers. <laughs> so, and then she followed me back. So and yeah. Then, and then we're besties. Now and we're here besties. We are. Yeah, literally. And so, but when she sent it. All because of everything you're talking about right now. Right. And, and the person that you are. Yep. Well, thank you. But yeah, I, I, I learned yeah. it from, I learned it from the big dogs. Mark and oh, Pam. Mark yeah. and we Pam. Love them. So undoubtedly you have certainly been leveraging your time here in, in school um, yes. for, for a greater good beyond yourself, sure. but it's also benefiting you too. Right. Uh, t back to that NFT project. So that was something yeah. beyond brand deals that you've done. And you said that was kind of when your page really started to take off a little extra. So it was what in the world was that? <laughs> it was all Mark's idea. Again, That's he amazing. was like, he was like, Morgan Lee, he texted me. Do you know what an NFT is? Oh, what? I was like, no, I don't. And he was like, okay, well, it's a non-fungible token. And so my best way, a lot of people have asked me, and I've, you know, done a couple interviews on mm -hmm. what it is. But basically the way I like to describe it, like, dumb it down, is like it's like a digital baseball card. Yep. For, mm -hmm. you know, because people collect those. And, the, and they made them that they could be paintings. They could, I've seen the monkey picture like a million times, like this monkey NFT. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And oh, I'm probably yeah. being so I've disrespectful. I like don't, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Not like but yacht, board, board ape, board ape yacht club or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, like the original NFT. Yeah, and so I see that. But NFT basically is a way to make something that's one of a kind or a specific number of um, yeah. items with a digital asset, mm -hmm. and you can verify like who owns it. It's almost like a title too. Yeah. So yeah, it's like I it's, this is an original baseball card, or, and I own it. Yep. But it's digital. But it's just digital. Yeah. Which I think is that's. That's the best way I can describe it because now everything's going digital yep. and mm -hmm. people only have their phones and people don't even have like paper documents anymore. And, and so anyway, that's kind of what that is. And so he had asked me, he was like, do you know what an NFT is? And so we, we talked about it. We researched it. He's like, well, I have this artist who I'm going to connect you with that wants to do, wants to make an NFT. I'm like an artist, like, cause most NFTs. Like, like a paintbrush on canvas artist. Literally, literally. Yeah. Like it was, a, he's, he's a painter. And wow. not a graphic designer. Yeah. He's amazing too. His name is Jason McTeer. And I think he's located out of, I know he's located out of Georgia, but okay. I forget the city. Um, and so my dad had connect with, connected with him and he is amazing. First of all, and his talent is so God given. Just it, he's, he's wonderful, but most NFTs, I think, are digitally created and then digitally sold. Mm -hmm. So this one was the, f I think I was the first female fine art NFT. Wow. So okay. this is, so we had like a whole, I don't know if you've ever seen any of like Tom Brady's NFTs, but they have like a whole launch page. And the, the thing that was so kind of so like my baby and so special about this project was that I wanted it to show more than just be an NFT. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't want it to just be something I sold in a piece of artwork. I wanted it to mean something to whoever bought it. And Jace, in, on my Instagram, I have the whole launch video and the launch page and everything. But basically, I wrote a short story of my story and my why of just what I've been through and who I am and why I made this. Because kind of like Simon Sinek said, like, 
it all begins with your why. And if I'm yeah. not doing it because of my why, I shouldn't be doing it at all. Mm -hmm. And so that was so important for me to add that I want you to know that I have substance behind me while mm -hmm. I do something. And so basically he created this painting. And I want you to imagine that's two pictures of me on beam. So I gave him two pictures. And one, well, one picture is me getting ready to go before floor. And I'm kind of like half turned my head back. And I just have like a, just a straight like game face. And it is just like all eyes, all determination. And just, it's, it's so cool. And so then the other picture is me on beam. And it's after I had just finished my series. And he combined the two photos and painted it with that, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher it. I don't know what it's <laughs> okay. called. But that, like, knife thing, like the butter yes. knife. Yes. So yes. he painted so with that. Yeah. And the whole video he, on my Instagram is the video we, we made, like, a hype video for it. Mm -hmm. But it's him painting it. Wow. It's wow. snippets of how he painted it. And he just moved paint with this metal object Stunning. into me. Amazing. And yeah. it's, like, my eyes and everything, every feature. And it's so cool because that picture doesn't show a gymnast on beam. The picture shows a girl who had a dream to be at Auburn and to be a gymnast and to do it because of the God-given talent she was given to inspire girls. And that's what I, to, to inspire anyone, mm -hmm. but to inspire young, young kids to follow their dreams, guy mm -hmm. or girl. I wanted to let you know that I've been through it. This was my dream and I made it here. And that's what I wanted to inspire, that no matter where you come from, no matter what you do, if you have all heart and you, you believe in you and you want something bad enough, you will get there and you will make a way. And that's what I wanted it to show was just who I am and, instead of what I do. Absolutely. And so that was, it was very cool. And we turned it into, he has the original painting and we turned it into an NFT. And it was, I mean, it was one of the coolest moments just because the piece of artwork, I mean, it's insane. Like, yeah. so that, that speaks for itself. Stunning. But that's not, that's his talent. You said there were, there were two photos. He chose one, they, made one painting, or made two both. paintings. They're both, both of them like, are on okay. the same painting. So oh, it's like yes. me on beam and then my face in the other corner. Like there's two that of me is incredible. On, the, on the photo. I mean, it's yeah. so crazy. Okay, and so, you, so you made the NFT. Mm -hmm. You sell the NFT? Oh, yeah. What? Okay. So it has like, yeah, it has a are lot. Are there a lot of different I think copies of it or just 50 50 okay yeah so we try to keep it like pretty low sold it online obviously yep. do on you do you know OVC? all the people that bought them or no my dad kind of covers that. okay okay <laughs> manager manager <laughs> like, yeah. no but that's fantastic He's and you said it. so you said your that's when your platform started to grow even more you already had a decent following mm -hmm. but, but and it kept growing it like from more than doubled probably right yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. is that like a lot from just press that you received around yeah, the project and then it being shared on social media too. Yes. Yeah. And my dad, you know, coming from the golf channel, he has a lot of good connections, connections especially yeah. on radio. And so I did a lot of interviews right after it. I did a lot of stories people did. Um, I had a lot of news channels. Um, I think AL.com might've covered mm. it, but a lot of like Alabama news covered okay. it. Um, so yeah, that was kind of, he just got lots of people to, cover the story yeah. and it was it was really fun so yeah what a unique opportunity yeah. for real that's it was crazy and I've gotten to like work with Jace on it so Jace came to Auburn and we shot really? the hype video there in front of Sanford I mean it was so cool and so that's what another one of my favorite parts is is that like 
I would come here any day of the week just to be with you guys and to work literally with the people that I'm working with. Mm -hmm. And so it means so much more, and it's kind of like, I mean, not to plug the SEC, but it just means more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. I, I do, in, uh, in fact, happen to be an SEC fan, so I'll, uh, Me too. I'll echo Me everything too. you just said. Yeah. Yeah. I won't say who of, but... but he I likes Auburn. Don't let I, him I do like you. Auburn. No, he loves I do Auburn. like Auburn. Love's a strong word. But he loves Auburn. In another life, I probably would have... I could have gone to Auburn, so I'll give you that. Yeah. That still sounds a little hesitant, but I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll, wor we'll work on we'll it work with him. It. It's yeah, okay. Keep away. We'll work on it. Yeah. Nothing, I think Auburn has some of the best people. So I mm -hmm. always had high Great. regards for the school. Yeah. We're going to wrap up with a little bit of a speed yeah. round, mm -hmm. lightning round questions. So these are all quick, short answer that should be Rapid. easy, but it'll help us to get to know you Just a, a little, little bit, bit more, more as we head out here. You ready? Mm hmm Okay. This, the first one is something we ask every guest. Okay. Um, what did you actually want to be when you grew up? Like, I guess career-wise. I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, yeah. I did, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> only, I think only because of, like, it looks, it looks cool. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. Yeah. But then I realized I was not gifted in that area. <laughs> but you were gifted in other things. <laughs> and I, now I can't even, like, look at blood. <laughs> uh, same here. Yeah. <laughs> so funny how that changes. Okay, how would your teammates describe you in one word? Energy. Ooh, that's, that's good. That's a good one. That's I good. like that. Yeah. You prefer text, call, or FaceTime? FaceTime. Ooh, see, I knew that was going to be it. I love FaceTime. Yeah. Actually, can I say N-A and just come into person? Yeah. Literal FaceTime. Literal face to FaceTime. Go out or stay in? <laughs> go out. <laughs> knew it. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh, I love this. I'm excited for this one. Um, Y'all are going to kill me because it's oh, nothing. No. You wouldn't, you would say no superpower? No yeah. superpower. Okay. Because, I mean, I already have God, like, and I already got, I already got everything I need and I'm me. So that's my superpower. Hey, I'll give that Best to you. Best answer I've ever heard. You did upset me. Uh, who's your celebrity crush? Oh, well, <laughs> it's the guy from the Vampire Diaries, Damon. Oh, but like, yeah. Back when... He was in the van. Like, because now, like, now he's prime. getting older. Right. You know. But yeah, definitely. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good answer. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Daddy Swanson. Sorry. Oh. oh Ainsby? Yeah. That's my biggest man crush yeah, by far. Yeah, definitely mine, too. And, like, yeah, now it's become this man. Now we're like, going to have to fight my, over him. But now my dad, like, I call him Daddy Swanson too much that it's become, like, my dad's like, how did Daddy Swanson do? And I'm like, my dad just said <laughs> that back to that. me. No. And I was like, oh, wow. Whenever he posts pictures, I, like, send them to my wife. Yeah. Yeah, and I've thought about naming my dog Dansby one day. Anyway, oh that's my goodness, for another time. Yeah, what's your favorite sport at Auburn other than gymnastics? Basketball. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. sorry, baseball. Oh, baseball. Okay, <laughs> okay. No, all right. I'm a big, and, they, and my team would tell you like yeah. I don't miss a game. Like I love, love I love baseball, but I we uh, use the same arena, so we're close with the basketball oh, guys. And okay. so when you said mm -hmm. Auburn. But I love baseball and I love watching baseball. Yeah, and it's such like a. Two of y'all's best players are actually from Sanford, our school. I know, mm -hmm. Sonny. Brooks and Sonny. Brooks and Sonny, yeah. 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 Sonny was. I had the funniest interaction with him. Um, we were. I had a boot on, and we had a class together. And I knew that he was new because I'd never seen him in like a transfer. Mm -hmm. But we all had the same backpack. Like all athletes have this like white backpack. And so he was coming in on a scooter to class. And okay, I didn't know Sonny, right? And so, and he didn't know me. But we knew that each other were athletes. And so I had a boot on because I had sh these massive shin splints and they were killing me. Oh, and so, no. yeah, so I 
she was like, my trainer was like, you're walking to class in a boot. So I go in a boot, and Sonny comes in, and it's just me and him in the elevator going up to class. We had the same class. And he's like, what'd you do? And I was like, oh, I have shin splints, so they, you know, booted me. And he's like, does it hurt? Uh, uh, well, <laughs> duh. And I was like, respectfully, how do I answer that? Like, I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, does it hurt when you're at practice? And I was like, is it like dumb question day, Sonny? Like, I was like, what? It's a dumb and he question was like, day. He was like, does it hurt at practice? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, he like looks at me funny. And he's just like, like what? Like when, when you hit the horse? And I was like, uh, you thought you were I was like, Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, excuse me? Because like we call our vault table a horse, but I'm like, only gymnasts would know that. Uh, That's and I'm so like, interesting. Right. And I was like, hit the horse. And he goes, yeah, well, aren't you equestrian? I was like, no, I'm a gymnast. And I was so <laughs> taken back by it. And I was like, and I said, I said, well, what sport do you shot put? And he was like, I'm a baseball player. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's so good. I was like, he I deserved think mine's that. worse. Like, I was like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, he and then, that. and then I show up because at this point it was in like the winter. That was a winter semester class. Oh. So then I come back to like their first game, and I didn't know he was the best player on our team. <laughs> like, I'm like, I just that's I, hilarious. I was, that was what so a great first interaction. Literally, and I like we were both so like this it was kind of like hostile yet like other. funny, but kind of like what are you shot put? And I was great. like. Yeah. I was like, well, what sport little, do you play? Shot put? And he was like, baseball. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm little so little Auburn-Sanford love there. <laughs> yep. um, All right, Morgan Lee, last question. If you could fly anywhere in the world for free, where would you go? Oh, that's so tough. Or one of the places. Uh, Greece. I've always wanted to. Oh, Can we Italy. please go? Italy. Uh, I don't know. You like Mamma Mia? Have you ever seen it? You, I know. I'm so sorry. Okay. All right, Mama Mia. Oh yeah. Because when I hear Greece. you want to see the Mediterranean, is what I'm yeah. hearing here. Mediterranean yeah. Sea. Yeah. Like the mm -hmm. coast of Italy, coast of Greece, islands. Yeah. Yep. That's a great. You got answer. it. You Hard to beat. It. Yeah. All right. Well, Morgan Lee, we seriously are gonna have to plan a trip, I guess, to Greece. Um, yeah. Like ASAP. And but before we do that, I'm gonna have to have a movie night with you, and I'm gonna have to like, let you watch Mamma Mia because we kind of have to do that as a little prep time. Oh, love that! You know, girls' night. Girls' Just night. We let, I mean, Jordan, you can come so if I'm you excluded. want no, to. You, all, at, all the girls are welcome. Oh, so it still is girls' night, and <laughs> yeah, I'm it's still yeah. it's girls', girls night, night plus okay. Jordan. Noted. It's perfect. Noted. Yeah, so yeah. we'll we'll allow him to come it's for the sure. Fam. It's the fam. I'll make an appearance. You know, a little fam time. <laughs> But seriously, Morgan Lee, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And more importantly, being here, like, thank yes. you so much for driving down to see us. We have absolutely loved getting to hear your story and we appreciate so much you just being such your authentic self and sharing your story with us and with all of our listeners, as well as giving them mm -hmm. some really, really great advice that I know that they're going to pull away from the podcast today. Absolutely. Cool. And most importantly, as you said before the show, we're, we're all besties now. Yeah, so much. this won't be the last conversation we uh, get to have. And oh, I'm no. already looking Definitely forward to not. the next. Me yes. too. And guys, thank you so much for having me. Like, truly, the pleasure is mine. And yeah. I would do this again and again and again, every single day if I could. But yeah, I love y'all. Well, you're inspiring to here. us, certainly. And uh, we're wishing you all the best this last year of college and your last you. season. So, I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be the best year. But, uh, you know, before we go, I got to give a good war eagle. Oh, it's go for my, it. Yeah, it's all my family. <laughs> That's my, right. My Auburn, my Auburn people. Go dogs and War Eagle. Oh, <laughs> oh. There it was. I was just trying to see why we were so hesitant earlier with the Auburn. There, I got yeah, it. That was yep. it. That was go dogs. Was my cousin went to Georgia, actually. So. <laughs> it's kind of like house divided. I respect. Well, we can fight over this over lunch. Yeah. Morgan Absolutely. Lee. Absolutely. Let's go eat some food. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah. Too.